Ahoy everybody and welcome to another episode of Turbulent Radio. Hey, um, I got myself some slaves during the years. I'm, I'm, I'm up to my third slave, Alexander Sex God, is my new audio slave. And I, I figured, huh, why don't I just use him and send him over? Send him over to Aussieland, to Australia, to capture uh, the whereabouts and everything, what's going on. At the Welt, uh, uh, Australian Welt to Jugendtage, who took place um, just a few weeks ago. And he accepted uh, my uh, dictation. And uh, yeah, he uh, used my private denim uh, Learjet. I, I lended him, uh, it to him. And so he went down to Australia to capture everything that's happening or has happened down there in Australia. It's, as, from, as I can tell from pictures, he had a great time. He had great hair, as always, and had great beer and great company. But he's, uh, he's going to tell you all about it. So that's, uh, that's up for this episode. Apart from that, yeah, as you check the Tobi Jugend uh, calendars, uh, it's awesome. all sorts of events happening. The punk rock bowling is up uh, in, a, in a few weeks. I'll be going there. So if anybody um, wants to have a chit-chat or record some interesting thoughts about uh, Tobi Jugend and the denim universe... In Las Vegas, just uh, hit me up, uh, send me a um, PM um, on the Facebook uh, as under my Chibesta uh, account or just post it on the, on the Facebook Chubbyugend radio page. I'll be checking that and uh, hopefully we can uh, squeeze out uh, a few extra episodes um, out of Las Vegas. Not only the event, but anything that's really up your mind. I'm super open to anything you, you want to share with the Truby Union universe. So that's that. But apart from Vegas, there's also all sorts of events uh, happening uh, around the globe. I'm thinking about Bratislava, there's, uh, which is uh, uh, obviously a city in, uh, close to my hometown, Vienna, uh, and Slovakia, which is uh, uh, a really nice place. And they have a great, gonna have a great party in June. So if you, especially the European German folks, I would think, if you want to skip over, there's Turbo Mongo playing, the uh, Bavarian Turbo Negro cover band. Ooh, that is really awesome. They're going to be playing a gig there, right, at the Danube, which is also nice. And yeah, all sorts of stuff happening again. And uh, I'm so happy to have Turbo Jugend alive as well again after those dreadful years, I must say. And so, so, yeah, you better drag your ass out of your um, apartments, flats, or castles, because life happens on the street, and life also happens on the on the concert venues. I've been to so many great concerts, headed by, I have to say, and I have to give a big shout-out to the Ravagers from Baltimore, USA. They were on a killer European tour, and I had, I have to say, one of the, if not the best concert of my Life. I saw them play and they, I think they wanted to blow up Munich. That's where I saw them. Awesome band, awesome dudes. Please check them out. They are on Spaghetti Town Records, which is also Truby Jugend related. So if you get your hands on a Ravagers uh, LP, go just do that. It's, it's amazing music. And I'm so happy to, to live in the gold, seemingly golden area, era of uh, action rock. But uh, yeah, I mean, if, if I'll be happy to, to see even more bands of that genre in, in Vegas. And I'm um, also very happy to meet you guys there. So yeah, again, uh, if you want to contribute to Tour Vegan Radio, hit me up. You're on. Talk to me in my hotel room. Free, free hand jobs from yours uh, truly. And uh, yeah, 
I would say dive into the uh, uh, Australian adventure powered by my audio slave. Have a great one and see you in Vegas. Hello everyone, welcome to Turbo Yugen Radio, all the way from down under in Brisbane, Australia. And this is not a drill, there is a Turbo Yugen party happening in fucking Australia. And with me today, I am of course Audio Slave 3, the guy who doesn't get paid by Shabesta, but that's another story for another day. I have... Ah, Sam and Semi. And Turbo Nico. And your guys are from... So we have decided that we're not going to do any formalities because that's boring and you guys have heard all the sales drivel in the, the previous episodes so we're going to go for a more casual approach this time around. Well that's very good because we're all very hungover. Yes. <laughs> and today marks um, day four of uh, the Austral-Asian World Turban Yugen Days. Episode 3.5 because apparently there's one mystery episode that no one talks about but let's talk about this one instead yes. yeah this is the important one yeah the, yeah no it's been four days of absolute insane partying we've had bands from all over australia mostly from brisbane but you know guys come up from down south um have people visiting oh have people visiting uh from uh different yugans overseas and um, yeah, it's just, I don't know, I'm very hungover, so yeah, yeah, fun, fun. It's been fun. Oh, it's been fucking fantastic. It's just, it's been an unreal gathering just of like people from obviously uh, internationally and, uh, and from other states in Australia, so absolutely smashing uh, turnout, and everyone's been having a fan fucking fantastic time. And this is the interesting thing about the uh, Australasia World to be Yugan days is that. Even though it's mostly from the Asia Pacific region that comes to visit, so you know you will get like the odd you know New New Zealand guy like Chris or that that guy from Singapore, whatever his name is. But this time around, there are like other guys from the other side of the pond. So do you recall who these people are? Um, it was Marcus from Stuttgart. Yep. Um, he was a lot of fun. He was up at the gay club dancing with me and Satan. Hey. You know, we we had a good time with that. Um, uh, he's the Adelaide fellow, but it's also Toronto chapter. Um, um yes. Dylan. Dylan, yeah. yes. Um, yeah, no, there's, there's been a lot of different quitters floating about. Uh, but there's also the guy from, uh, Atlanta. Oh, Ted. Oh, Ted. Yes, yeah. Ted. Good old Ted. Lovely Ted, yeah. He was just staying down the road from my house, so he popped by and got got really traumatized really trolleyed <laughs> um no we just yeah he came around and i've had yarn staying with me uh our, our ambassador so yeah it's just been a house of debauchery really and then we we float into the venues when the sun goes down and yeah double it up yeah and how does the venues work for to be you in brisbane for the, for this event like what's the um what's the arrangement well, the owner of both the bars, which are next door to each other, is also a member of the Turbo Yugen, yes. um, Turbo Yugen Brisbane. So um, when, when the ambassador told us it was time to organise one in Brisbane, um, Kenny put his hand up and yeah, the, uh, the venue book is also in Brisbane Turbo Yugen. Um, yeah, 
it was a pretty straightforward process. So here's a curious thing because you know with the whole you know the whole Toby Yugan phenomenon, like you will always have like uh, representation in the most popular parts of the world, like you know, Europe and Americas, for example. But how did the whole idea of a Toby Yugan come about in Brisbane, of all places? That's something something people want to know because it's so strange because like Toby Negro doesn't exactly play in Australia that much to begin with. So like, how did the how did it bite the bark in Brisbane, of all places? Okay, well, yeah, well, well, I guess, like, going going back to the, the late 90s, uh, I, was, I was living in a share house, and a, a good friend of mine introduced me to a lot of great music, um, you know, uh, Glucifer, Helicopters, Zeke, lots of awesome, Newborn Turks, lots of great 90s uh, rock and roll, punk rock sort of stuff, and anyway, he, he comes over one day, he says, hey, you got to have a listen to this, and he's, he had a copy of Ars Cobra on CD, yeah. And I remember looking at it for the first time, just going, what the fuck? What the fuck is this? And like, and I'm just, and I, I'm looking at... It's not at, pornography? No, and I'm going, what, what is this crazy debauchery? And I'm going, I'm fucking intrigued. And like, I flipped it over, and then I'm starting to read through the songs, you know, it's like Hobbit Motherfuckers and Sailor Man, and I've got erection, I'm going, it's just blowing my fucking mind. And I said, quick, straight to the CD tray, into the player, and listening to it and it just again just absolutely blew my mind it was like where's it this this fearsome punk rock and these guys that are like obviously don't give a fuck what anyone thinks of them they're just doing what what they really want to do and um and it was it was just so so refreshing and invigorating and you know it was just brutally fucking honest here's these like you know here's these beefy chubby dudes you know like that are you know just getting it out and like wearing denim and just going absolutely fucking ape shit for the world and um and and ever since that moment and then um yeah my friend then he, he bought over the next time he came over he he, he bought apocalypse dudes over it had just come out and that was like jesus christ that absolutely and again just like another level again I'm, and from that point you know straight to the record shop and, and it's like what Turbo Negro can you get in, you know? And so started getting stuff in and absolutely, like, just sold and sold um, <clears throat> straight up. And, um, yeah, and basically, yeah, we um, yeah we started, you know, just having parties and, you know, and part of, um, you know, just listening to Turbo Negro records. And, um, and then, yeah, I think it was, it was either late 97 or early 98, I went, fuck it, I'm getting a Turbo Negro tattoo. And so um, so I booked in and I, I there was an old tattoo shop down in West End and so I went down and I, I blew up on the back of uh, Ask Cobra. It's got the dedicated to Turbo Yugen with the, with the Oslo uh, chapter logo. And yeah, basically I said, I want this, but instead of Oslo, I said, I want Brisbane in it. And can you like show it to us as how it looks like? So it's pretty old now, like it's starting to blur a bit. It's, yeah, it's, it's holding up okay. But it's, yeah, so, and uh, yeah, the tattooist said, oh, you don't want Oslo? And I said, oh, well, I don't live in Oslo, I live yeah, in Brisbane. Exactly. So so he, he said, yep, well, that, that makes sense. So, um, and, and I got it and, yeah, and, and ever since you, then. You ended up on a, a turbo record sleeve with showing off that tattoo yeah yeah so um yeah there's um there's a guy called damo from a band called muscle car from south australia who oh yeah i've had a muscle car they performed in the uh, the last yes yep okay 
Yeah, so uh, top bloke, and and he actually took a photo of my tattoo, and when just before Scandinavian leather came out, he sent it to Happy Tom, and in Scandinavian leather, there's a there's like a it's an insert, and it's got like fans from all over the world with their Turbo Negro and Turbo Yugen tattoos, and yeah, so uh, to my surprise, you know, when I bought that one, there's there's a yours truly there on the. <laughs> it was like, it was a, yeah, it was, a, it was a fucking great honour. Do you ever have a copy of it for yourself? Oh, yeah, I bought, I bought it on vinyl when it came out, and I got the, the deluxe CD version as well when it came out, so... Um, I, th- I think when that happened, that young Sim would discover it as like, yeah, I want to join this fan club. But it also was just like, so well, how do you get to the TV, you again? Um... Just by hanging out with pricks like Nico, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, like uh, a lot of. I mean, I mean, rumor has it that you are basically like, were created uh, when Jan had like a cum bucket and then like threw you in the lab, but then yeah. things, <laughs> things, <laughs> things went to stop, and then like you lost sensation on the low extremities, and there you are, like yeah. a fucking Powerpuff Girl, but in denim. It's uh, <laughs> but denim, yeah. Uh, but yeah, you're, you're right. There was a lot of cum, but um, <clears throat> we uh, I'm. Yeah, I was hanging out, I'd already seen cutters around and um, yeah, just hit up Turbo and I was like, what, what the fuck is this thing? And then mm. there was one Turbo Yugen party, we did that karaoke night. Yep. And I was like, fucking sign me up. Yeah. And so they signed me up and at that point the chapter, chapter was a little starting to reactivate mm-hmm. and been quiet for a while. And uh, I don't do things by half, so I was like, fucking give us a chop and uh, we had a membership push and started getting involved with venues and more bands again and yeah it's kind of culminated in we got like 30 active members and 90 on the list um, 90 90 yeah I have to go through and cull some of them but uh <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah no it's, it's, like, it's, it's like a dead in episode with, dead, with similar rounds like mm, oh yeah yeah <laughs> and then the venues in Brisbane know us, the bands know us, the bookers know us, so uh, whenever they see one of these jackets, like, they, they know they're not going to have a problem. So I noticed that that's like, uh, this Super Yugan Brisbane is also Super Yugan uh, fun to do. So like, what's the, uh, for, for general knowledge, like what's like the distinct difference between the two of them? Well, Brisbane's the whole city. 4122 is a postcode within it that yep. covers the like, southeast part of the city. Um, it's made famous by uh, Violent Soho. Okay. A, a good Brizzy band. Mm-hmm. And then our one of our members, Lugsy, um, he wanted to start his own chapter, the Mount Cravatis chapter, and so he settled on 4122. Um, there's only four members, him, his wife, me, and, uh, and another bloke. And it's, Jan was like, okay, but only if in, like, open parentheses, Brisbane 2, Electric Boogaloo. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> so we got it. Sounds, sounds like a fair arrangement. Yeah. But speaking of bands as well, like, uh, how do you guys manage to get amazing bands to perform for this four-day festival? I mean... One day alone, there's a lot of logistics involved, but to get, you know, bands across four days and you got to deal with like, you know, unexpected pull-outs and such, like, how do you deal with this sort of situations? Well, when it comes to the stress of booking issues or venue issues, I just rely on alcohol. 
and that's that's gotten me through these last couple of days. But Brisbane Turbo Yugen, we're in most of the bands that have been playing, and other people are just in the Yugen. Like uh, I'm pretty sure there was only like two bands that didn't have Yugen members in them. Yeah. So we just put the word out, and um, there's a lot of great bands in Brisbane, so we uh, we just picked our favourites. Yeah. And the amazing thing is that, like, thankfully, we are doing this on day four itself, and we got to witness like a lot of bands so far. And I think the, the few ones that are at the top of my tongue, at the top of my tongue would be, you know, Neptune, Power Federation, um, Best Enough, Doctor Colossus, and even like Good Old Simo did a nice little acoustic set. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, there was a gap to fill, so uh, one thing I like to do is. Fill gaps. Fill gaps. Protect the hole. Yeah. yeah plugging holes? Plugging holes. Plugging holes, saving holes. So much plugging this weekend. <laughs> and you also play in a band called, uh, let me check the script now. Uh, <laughs> Suicide Country Hour. Yep, yep. So how, how did it come about? Like, um, it's a very, very distinct genre. It's, it is country, yes, but it's a sad, just a humor embedded in it. Uh, I don't know. Well, me and Coxie, the other singer, we're Toowoomba boys, so uh, it's a country town, uh, about an hour and a bit away, and so sadness is very common there because it's cold. Um, so we started writing sad songs, but it's too much of a bummer. So I, I like to, in between songs, talk about gay cowboys doing gay shit to other gay cowboys. <laughs> Um, again, he's, lots, a, he's a showman. Of... You gotta give it to him. He's a showman. <laughs> oh, through and through. I mean, um, the fact that I mean, he did uh, solo acoustic yesterday and just throwing comedy in there, and I'm like, this guy should be on a comedy festival because uh, he is a fucking riot. Uh, I mean, you might need censor some stuff, which oh, yeah, we are not talking right here. I'd get cancelled. So yeah. creepy. <laughs> <laughs> but see, here, this is the thing, folks. Like, in order for you to experience um, the beauty of the Australasian. Well, to be Yugen days, you gotta be here. You gotta witness things for what they are. And it's not just about the bands, but also the people who turn up. And you get to see how the Australian to be Yugen are like. Because you guys, I must honestly say, are a special breed. And what what makes you feel? Someone like, told me we were problematic because of our habitual fucking alcohol and <laughs> drug abuse, consumption, and not <laughs> yeah. imbibing. And uh, yeah, the. The Australian Yugen, Brisbane in particular, has a very distinct flavour. Yeah. Probably the accent as well. It's probably that gets us <laughs> in a lot of trouble as well. Oh, yeah. I think it's just like the whole bad boy demeanour, you know? Like, I guess like all the other Yugens, when they see like an Australian, they're like, hey, you guys come in, swagger in, and start vocalising. And they're like, oh my god, this guy's so hot. This guy's so, you know, <laughs> gives me a hard on and stuff. <laughs> and, then, and then they go to an actual Australia, and there's like dozens of you guys, and they're like, yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. going to a Baskin Robbins, one thing like that one special flavor, and they come in like 30 other variants. Yeah. But it also tasty. So you're, you're comparing Australian Turbo Yugen to ice cream? Yeah. Okay. Because you guys are lickable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll take that. Yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Sometimes some alcohol in it as well, but that's part of the, uh, the charm as well. Um, what was the next question? Is there a script on this? No, there's no script. But I understand that the next uh, event is still going to be in Australia, despite being called Australian Asian. And where's the next location going to be? Uh, Jan, our ambassador, confirmed that it will be in Adelaide. 
aka what was that thing that they give themselves? Radelaide? Yep. Radelaide. Radelaide. Yeah. So, lovely boys. So, for the people who might consider going to Australia for Australasia World Tour, you can days in Radelaide. Um, can you tell them what to expect based on like how you guys organize in Brisbane? Well, I'd say, like, come on down, we'll look after you, we'll hold you, we'll cuddle you mm. all cut, night long. Cut the balls. Yep. Absolutely. Snuggle and stuff. Mm. Absolutely, absolutely. We'll, we'll get you drunk. Too, oh, yeah. too drunk. We'll yeah. get your power drunk. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to regret it. <laughs> and of course, like, for those who cannot wait for two years because you, know, you want to travel so badly, come to Brisbane. And if, if someone you know, writes, into you, writes to you like, via Instagram or Facebook saying, hey, you know, I'm planning to come to Brisbane, like, what's there to do? How would you sell the idea to them? Oh, well, um, we'll get you rugby league drunk. That's, that's, yeah. that's all you need to know. Yeah, rugby league drunk. Um, Brisbane's a party town. There's always good bands going on. Yeah. Um, and all of our members are fucking legends. So even if we're doing karaoke or throwing axes at a wall, like, yeah, come on down. There's always a couch. And you can also see even like uh, once you know as the sun sets and you're walking around the areas, um, suddenly there's a lot of activities going on. Not just the pinballs, but uh, you know you see clubs, you see uh, drag queens walking around. Uh, and I think there's even one that came by. Yeah, we have a drag queen stop in the venue, and then that that put the thought in my idea. I was like, oh fuck, we should go catch a drag show. So after the show finished, we went for a two o'clock bloody drag show up at the beat. Nice. And yeah, Satan got his shirt off and then, yeah, it was fun. I uh, don't really remember getting home. <laughs> I think that was, was that Friday night or Thursday night? I can't remember. Yeah. It was the other day. Also, um, final thoughts. So we got to wrap this up. And uh, what would you say um, defines the turbo you can follow you in, in, you know, in the Australian context? What makes things memorable for you every single time when you go to like a WK event or even like a casual meetup for drinks over bars? Well, I would say well, probably to probably to hit the nail on the head is that, and it goes this would go this is this is a worldwide thing, but it's obviously it's just whenever you see someone in a kuta or um, anything to do with Turbo Negro, you know, it's always like hey, you know, and and everyone's it's like instant friends. Um, you know, and everyone I talk to, like people at work that, that know what I'm into, you know, they say, fuck, I'm amazed that, you know, like you've got this, you've got this group of people all around the world that it's like a, like a network and a community. And um, even the bouncer here, he was saying last night, he said, he said, fuck, this is one of the best, this is one of the best nights I've had, you know, like looking after the front door. He said, it's just amazing. There's no dramas. There's everyone's really happy. And, and, um, you know, just, just really respectful and that just a fucking party. So, that to me is uh, that's that's what Turbo Eugen's all about. Hmm. Yeah, well, for me, yeah, it's, uh, essentially what you said. Um, <laughs> I'm very hungover. Words are hard, right? Yeah. Like, I'm just gonna parrot what Nico said and like just pass it as my own. No one will tell the difference. No, no, not at all. Not yeah. at all. But yeah, no, it's a fun community full of rad cunts and gives you access to watch some rad bands and. Yeah, heavy, 
heavy, heavy drinking, which is always great. But yeah. if you don't want to drink, that's fine too. We'll fucking um, yeah, it takes all sorts, and we'll look after each other either way. Yeah, yeah, we'll get you like pineapple juice or something. But it's yeah. all yeah, yeah. And now for the final question, this is a bonus round. So I want you, Samo, to name me your favorite Australian song followed by a guilty pleasure. <clears throat> also I- from Australia. Okay. Am I allowed to mention my own band? Uh, if you want, if that's your guilty pleasure. Uh, Maybe you jump off to it, who knows? <laughs> How do you think I wrote the music? <laughs> um, favourite Australian band at this point in time? I don't know, I'm pretty stoked with Dr. Colossus. They're my number one for this weekend at least. Awesome. And in general. Um, uh, and then otherwise, a guilty pleasure would be... I don't know, I don't really feel guilty about liking shit music. Yeah, yeah, no, well, um, my favourite Australian band would, would probably be something around, probably like The Saints, I guess would be probably my favourite Australian band. Um, and my guilty pleasure um, is basically... Uh, any good pop stuff from the eighties. I mean, I like all sorts of, I like all sorts of songs. Like, um, like Agadoo's a really good song. If you've ever, if you've ever seen that, it's very, very tropical thing, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's uh, wow, check it out. Learning it's, something uh, new every day. It's these dudes wearing, wearing. Uh, it's early eighties. These dudes wearing like full leather outsuit uh, outfits, like suits, and then like these. Other people dressed up as fruit dancing around them. It's, it's hilarious. Oh, send me a link. I certainly will. <laughs> I reckon that there could be some, um, yeah, there could be some gold buried in there as well for mm. uh, future ideas and that sort of thing. So for bash ideas, even you know. Mm, yeah. yeah, just, oh, yeah that's not bad. So you know, if I had to choose, um, interestingly, like my favorite band was coming out from Australia is actually Diviners. Oh, Diviners are fucking amazing. Yes, Chris Ampler, man, that best soul. Like, she's bloody amazing like every single song like you could really feel the emotions and everything it was really good but uh even though a guilty pleasure it's definitely not suicide country hour fuck them <laughs> um, <laughs> why would you i would say um the veronicas oh ah, lovely yep. ladies what lovely ladies yeah party with them a couple of times and you know untouched man that's my uh my pretty boy routine music nice awesome Gets you going yeah so anyways, uh, thank you so much for dropping by uh, for the show interview and um, I love you guys. Love you too. Love you too. And, and thanks for having us. We love being had. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome to Cream Puff, live from Brisbane, Australia, where the World to Be Younger Days has been taking place for the last four days. And some amazing bands took the stage and really got everyone's eyes transfixed every single minute. The lights of Suicide Country Hour, Neptune Power Federation, Dr. Colossus, Bastard North and even the Glycerines rocking out and making sure that all the Tubiugans are left happy every single night. 
But as they say, it ain't over till the last band comes on stage. And this time around, we decided, hey, this guy's definitely caught our attention. They are from Rockhampton, Australia. They're known as Viper Snatch. And this is an amazing track they personally said, have a go at it. It is called Footworks from their 2022 single. And keep an eye on them. And keep a year spilled because they have more material coming up in the next couple of months. We're talking about new songs, even music video. But this quartet definitely got my vote. So hey, take it away, Viper Snatch. And remember guys, once you check into Tobi Yugen Radio, you can never check out. Out. 